right, hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome to the Red Bone. We got Jake here, drinking a theory, and as always, drinking a theory presents the Red Bone. If you know anything about drinking a theory, I don't know, pretty good podcast. Uh, but anyway, if you want to know anything, drinking a theory, uh, check out drinkingatheory.com. Drinkingatheory.com, you'll find everything you need to know. Drinking a theory. Uh, that has all our social social media. It has uh, our podcast episodes. It has the Redbone episode. There's now a section of the website for the Redbone. So uh, why don't you go ahead and check that out? Uh, that'd be cool. Um, and I'd like to apologize. Uh, I didn't get in an episode of uh, the Redbone in last week. I I know there's like... Maybe one, one and a half. I'm going to say one and a half. Two would be too much. I know there's like one and a half people out there that actually, uh, <clears throat> that actually listen. And you, you have to excuse me. I'm still a little, this uh, plague is like really kicking my ass here. But I know there's like one, 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 maybe one and a half. One and a half people that actually listen to this. Uh, so uh, I'm sorry I didn't get an episode in last week. Uh, I think I'm actually a couple days late now too, but like I said, I had the plague, wasn't feeling good, just between work and everything, just just couldn't, just couldn't do it, couldn't do it, not gonna do it, couldn't do it. All right, so I'm just gonna get right into it. I got some interesting articles for this week. Uh, I'll try to get through them here. <clears throat> not chop them up too bad. Sorry, I just burped. I had to take like three shots because this is fucking weird. It's weird, I'm the only one in the studio when I do this. I'm talking to a fucking wall with guitars hanging on it and shit, so it's kind of fucking weird. But anyway. <clears throat> so the first article I'd like to share with you uh, came from uh, came from the blaze. The fucking blaze of all fucking places. It came from the blaze. Uh, this article was uh, done October 11th, 2019. It's just a couple days ago, I guess. Not sure what the date is today. I don't know. Okay, so, article from The Blaze. Professor declares SpongeBob SquarePants is racist and perpetuates violent acts against indigenous people. SpongeBob is now a racist who beats up on fucking indigenous people. Very, very interesting article here. Uh, Okay, so let's just get right into the article here. So, of course, of course... A University of Washington professor is apparently gravely concerned about the cultural impact of Nickelodeon SpongeBob SquarePants could be having on indigenous people. Uh, not the fact the fucking show dumbs you down, but its impact on indigenous people. Hmm. What are the details, you ask? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Professional uh, Professor Holly Barker. Holly Barker penned an article that was featured in the Contemporary Pacific uh, Journal of Island Affairs. Uh, the article was regarding the cartoon, insisting upon its dangerous dangerousness for perpetuating a legacy of racism, racism and violence against Pacific indigenous people. I did not realize this about SpongeBob. <clears throat> Uh, so in her article titled Unsettling Spongebob and the Legacies of Violence 
on Bikini Bottom. <laughs> Barker said the show is promoting violence and racism against such people through its, air quotes I guess, I don't know, occupation of uh, Native Pacific Island, uh, you know, Native Pacific Islands. Um, uh, Barker also points out that the show promotes cultural appropriations and using an island theme throughout its production and its design. Huh. So in the article, Barker, uh, Barker insisted that the show's fictional setting of Bikini Bottom, which, you know, SpongeBob's home, is uh, based on the Bikini Atoll. Uh if you're not familiar with that, that's where the U.S. military conducted nuclear testing during the Cold War. Uh, and during the testing, uh, all the natives, they were relocated and, and they weren't allowed to go back home because, like, the place was ripped to shit and it's it's just not livable anymore because they just, they blew the fuck out of it. Uh, so, she says here... Uh, Though the show is simply a children's cartoon about an animated sink sponge living in an underwater city, uh, she called the show a violent, racist, and, 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 and insidious. Hmm. SpongeBob's presence on Bikini Bottom continues the violent and racist expulsion of indigenous people from their lands. Uh, she went on to point out that Spongebob, an American character, uh, benefits from the privilege of not having care to care about nuclear testing and uh, not having to care that, you know, having to care about forced relocation. Huh. Maybe because he's a fucking sponge. I don't know. I'm just I'm just guessing here. Maybe it's because he's a sponge. You don't have to fucking care. But she seems to think different. Hmm. She goes on to say, the detonations, they don't cause concern for the characters as they did for the Bikinians. Nor do they compromise SpongeBob's frequent activities, like visiting a hamburger joint or hanging out at the beach with his friends. This is what Barker said. This is what she's saying here. I think Barker smoked a little too much of his shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Barker also insisted that nobody, fictional character or not, should be able to occupy bikini bot. Or, you know, occupy bikini. Uh, Spon SpongeBob's present presence on Bikini Bottom continues the violent and racist expulsion. Of indigenous people from their lands. And that enables U.S. powers to extend their military and colonial interest in the post-war era. Uh, uh, Barker, that's what she's saying. That's that's what she's saying here. She's, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm agreeing with her. Uh, she even went on to point out... Uh, the claim, uh, uh, claimed, uh, the, she claimed the theme song is very problematic. She goes on to say, just listen to the lyrics. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. 
absorbent in yellow and porous as heat. SpongeBob SquarePants. If nautical nonsense be something you wish, SpongeBob SquarePants, then drop on the deck and flop like a fish. SpongeBob SquarePants. That's, we all know the song. We all know the song. It's a very catchy song, too, but she has a really fucking big problem with the song. Uh, her problem with the song is she says the first act of the song is to have children identify who resides in the pineapple house under the sea. Uh, and then she goes on to say the children's response repeated extensively throughout the song affirms that the house and Bikini Bottom are the domain of SpongeBob SquarePants. Is the, the, the domain of SpongeBob. Hmm. Okay, so the song's directives, hidden in humor, provide the viewer with an active role in defining Bikini Bottom as a place of nonsense. And as the audience is instructed, if nautical nonsense be something you wish, drop on the deck and flop like a fish, she said. I don't even know what she's getting at. It's a good fucking song. There's nothing wrong with the song. I like the song. I don't know. I got a lot of time in the SpongeBob. Ain't gonna lie. I got two kids. They're teens now, but, you know, it was all about SpongeBob. We were all retarded on SpongeBob. SpongeBob made us retarded, too. It never made me think about indigenous people, though. So I don't know what the fuck this woman's talking about. Okay. So. So if this isn't enough to get you to fucking, you know, burn down Nickelodeon. And, uh, you know, just burn it down. And then, you know, throw all the pedophiles <laughs> Throw all the pedophiles to the side. Forget about the pedophiles for now that work at Nickelodeon. Think SpongeBob. Okay. If this doesn't make you angry enough to burn down fucking Nickelodeon. Okay. This is how she fucking... She, she seals the deal with this. She seals it. This is her deal sealer right here. Oh, so Barker complained that... Uh, she complained... That save for one lone female main character, all of the main characters on the show are male. The name Bob, B-O-B, Bob, represents the everyday man, a common American male, you know, much like Joe, she said. Uh, she pointed out that the perspective into the underwater world is filtered only through the activities of men. Um, I don't get that. How the fuck is it? You got Mrs. Puff. Wait, hold on. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, you got Krabby's daughter there. The fucking whale. You got the fucking whale. You got Mrs. fucking Puff. Got that old lady bitch that's always hanging out in the fucking the burger joint there. Uh, the real old one with the fucking glasses. Yeah, fucking that one. Got her. I guess I guess she's talking about Sandy. 
So you got Sandy. You had Pearl. That's her name. Pearl. You had Pearl's friends. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. What are you going to do? The fucking the three main characters are fucking mad. Whatever, dude. Whatever. This bitch is off a rocker. Um, Barker added that while the show runners did not perhaps intentionally create such a cultural travesty of a children's show rife with racist, violent, and colonial practices, it still per- perpetuates the... Uh, the practice of disappearing indigenous communities. Wow. She finishes up this bullshit piece of garbage that she wrote with, we should be uncomfortable with a hamburger-loving American community's occupation of Bikini Lagoon and the ways that it erodes every aspect of sovereignty. Holy shit. She's fucking crazy. This woman's crazy, dude. But anyway, so that's that's that story. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know what you think. Uh, what do you think about... Uh, what the fuck was her name? Professor Holly Barker. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I... I think Holly's just looking too real, too fucking deep into this shit. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But then again, you know, I'm one of the people that thought the the Smurfs. I don't know if anyone remembers the Smurfs. Uh, well, they did some movies or something. Newer movies. But when I was growing up, the Smurfs was a big thing, you know. And the Smurfs was kind of like... Uh, Always like uh, communist propaganda. It's pretty much if you really look at the Smurfs, it's kind of like a communist communist society, and a lot of people thought that was communist propaganda. Um, I don't know. This this just seems a little different. I don't know. I don't. I just I don't understand why he got attacked SpongeBob. I mean, what the fuck? He's just a doof, dude. He's a fucking sponge. I don't. I don't know. Uh, so that's that article uh, there about SpongeBob. So. Uh, so that's I don't, I don't know I really I really don't know what the fuck to say about it. Um, maybe I should have opened a show with uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. I don't know. Still a local age. I don't know. All right, so we're gonna move on here. Uh, next next article I got is from uh, oh boy another another good one. It's from the Daily Wire. The Daily Wire. Oh, it's from October eleventh too. So. October 11, 2019. Uh, the Julian Castro. You know who Julian Castro is? Julian Castro is that one of those uh, Democrat dudes. Uh, uh, he, wants to, he, he wants to score the bid to get slaughtered against Trump. Uh, don't think it's going to happen. Uh, so, the headline to the, the, the article here is Julian Castro's campaign. Of course he supports abortion rights for men. Yes, I said I said that right. It's uh Julian Castro's campaign. Of course, he supports abortion rights for men. What the fuck does that mean you say? Well, let's find out. Okay, so in a series of tweets Thursday night, president presidential candidate uh Julian Castro uh Julian Castro's campaign set the record straight. 
he does support a biological man's right to get an abortion. Yes, I said that right. Let me say that again. Julian Castro, uh, he does support a biological man's right to get an abortion. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, so someone there tweeted out to Julian, uh, does Julian Castro plan on reiterating his support for extending abortion rights to men in tonight's hashtag equality town hall? That was tweeted by this dude, uh, Michael Knowles. Uh, he's a Daily Wire podcast host and, uh, yeah, he writes books and shit. Uh, so he tweeted that. And uh, his campaign actually tweeted back. And his campaign was like, of course. To anyone who needs an abortion, however they identify. What the fuck? Castro support for anyone to get an abortion. First made headlines after the first Democratic presidential primary debate in June when the former Housing and Urban Development Secretary made one of the more memorable gaffes of the night. Asked if his health care plan would cover abortion, Castro proudly declared, uh, like the rest of his progressive colleagues, uh, uh, that it definitely, it definitely would. But as Castro began to elaborate on what health care a woman should or shouldn't be provided... Uh, he tripped over the transgender issue and made this head-turning claim. A trans female, this is his quote, this is his quote now. A trans female, a biological male who identifies as a woman, should be able to have an abortion too. People are really, really getting fucking confused. It's it, everything. It's confusing me now. Like I, I thought I understood. Like I thought I understood biology, and, or, but whatever science, whatever, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I, I'm this, this. I'm really fucking confused now. Uh, he goes on to say. Uh, I say that a lot. He goes on to say, or she goes on to say. I got to figure this shit out. But anyway, <clears throat> he goes on to say. I don't believe only in reproductive freedom. I believe in reproductive justice. Reproductive justice. He believes in reproductive justice. Uh, And he goes on to say, and and you know what that means is that just because a woman, or let's also not forget someone in the trans community, (coughs) Excuse me, I got the plague. A trans female is poor doesn't mean they shouldn't have the right to exercise the right to choose. And so I absolutely would cover the right to have an abortion. So a guy... I'm fucking confused here. So he's saying the guy... The guy with the penis has a right to have an abortion. Is this what I'm getting out of this? I'm so fucking confused. Uh, As, okay, it goes on here in the article. 
As left-leaning Politico noted, Castro won applause inside the debate hall for mentioning reproductive justice in the trans community, but he was also lightly criticized on Twitter by LGBT activists for mistakenly saying trans female. Amid the light criticism, Castro's campaign manager, Maya Rupert, clarified to Politico that he simply misspoken. That bastard. Um, when we were talking about abortion access and really access to re- reproductive rights stuff in general, uh, there are a number of people who don't identify as women who still need access to those services, said Rupert. It's trans men. It's non-binary folks, a lot of people. What he is trying to what what he what he was trying to do was say, yes, women do need access to abortion, but it's also important to remember that a lot of times you need a path for trans folks as well. I still don't get it. Uh, but on Thursday night, uh, Castro's national uh, political director, uh, Natalie Montalongo, whatever, Natalie don't matter because you ain't going to have a job soon, uh, responding to Noel's joke, declarified the progressive candidate's position on abortion rights for men. Uh then we went on to the, the question that was asked, does Julian Castro plan on re- reiterating his support for extending abortion rights to men in tonight's uh, Equality Town Hall? Uh, uh, so this lady actually uh, tweeted back, uh, of course, uh, to anyone who needs an abortion, however they identify. Uh so the guy who the guy who did the tweet Knowles he he said he said I just made a joke that Julian Castro supports abortion rights for men based on a misstatement he made at an earlier debate The campaign's national political director just confirmed that Castro in fact does support abortion rights for men Oh my god He goes on to say people we are looking through the glass Oh my god. That that's crazy. Like I still don't I still don't get what the fuck I read. I don't I don't understand. So I don't know. Dude, this whole this whole fucking thing with this shit. I don't I don't fucking understand any of it. I don't know. Maybe I'm not supposed to. Who cares, right? Alright, so we're gonna go on to another one here. Uh we're gonna hit up uh let's uh let's, let's see what's going on. Anything going on with Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, apparently he's apparently uh, the story is as dead as him over here, uh, but there's still a lot of stories coming out overseas about it. Uh, you know, some some people still have actual fucking reporters, like investigative reporters, and there's still people digging on this shit. But it's not getting the airtime because because it can't hurt Trump anymore. You know, they they tried that. Oh, well, Epstein's going to take down Trump. Yeah, that that never happened. Um, so I guess there's there's no reason for this fucking liberal media to cover it. Um, so I, I look at it. <coughs> excuse me. 
I look at a lot of stories that come out of England, um, you know, about them because the stories over here are far few and in between. Uh, but the New York Times, the New York Times just did an article on him, which I find really interesting. Uh, they did this October 12th. October 12th, uh, and the headline is uh, A Relationship with Jeffrey Epstein That Bill Gates Now Regrets. I find it very interesting that Bill Gates. Bill Gates was, he, he was a little closer to Epstein than I think than we realize. Uh, and he denied it all at first. He, he was denying, 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 but then he got caught in a bunch of fucking lies. Then he had to come out and say, oh, oh yeah, I hung out with him like one time. Uh, well, yeah, that, that one time has has uh, lapped over into several occasions. And it was all after his 2007, 2007 uh, pathetic conviction uh, for banging little girls. Uh, so uh, this is New York Times. Actually, it, it impresses me. There are still some investigative uh, reporters here. Uh, so New York Times, October 12, 2019. Uh so we all know Jeffrey Epstein, the convicted sex offender who committed suicide. <laughs> suicide, my dick. Suicide, my dick. Uh, the convicted sex offender who committed suicide in prison uh, managed uh, to lure an astonishing array of rich and powerful and famous men into his orbit. Uh, people, billionaires such as Leslie Wexner. Uh, he was... Leslie Wexner is a uh, Victoria's Secret guy, I think. Leslie, is he? I don't know. I don't fucking know. There's so many of them I don't remember. So you got Leslie Wexner, Leon Black, you have politicians, Bill Clinton, Bill Richardson, uh, uh, all, all kinds of fucking people. Prince Andrew, uh, a, a, a bunch of them, like Kevin Spacey. Just fucking tons of them. The, the list is very extensive. Uh, uh, let's see here. Okay, a few. Let's see. Uh, let's see here. Mr. Gates, uh, the Microsoft co-founder, who's a hundred billion plus fortune has endowed the world's largest charitable organization. Uh, he has done his best to minimize his connections to Mr. Epstein. Uh, last month in the Wall Street Journal, he said, I didn't have any business relationships or friendship with Jeffrey Epstein. That's what he told the Wall Street Journal last month. Uh, but as people found out here... Uh, beginning in 2011, 2011, that's very far from last month, uh, 2011, Mr. Gates met with uh, Mr. Epstein on numerous occasions, including at least three times at Mr. Epstein's uh, little girl bang pad up there in Manhattan, uh, his Manhattan townhouse up there. Um, and uh, rumor is at least once staying late into late into the night. Uh, that's according to interviews with more than a dozen people familiar with their relationship, uh, as well as documents, supposed documents uh, reviewed by the New York Times. Okay. Employees of Mr. Gates uh, Foundation also paid multiple visits to Mr. Epstein's mansion. And uh, Mr. Epstein spoke with Bill and Melinda Gates 
uh, Foundation and J.P. Morgan Chase about a proposed multi-billion dollar charitable fund, an arrangement that had the potential to uh, generate enormous fees from Mr. Epstein. Enormous fees. I guess that's how he made some of his money, I guess, instead of selling little girls. Um, Let's see here. Uh, There's a quote here. It says, His lifestyle is very different and kind of intriguing. Although it would not work for me, Mr. Gates, wow, Mr. Gates emailed that to a colleague in 2011 after his first get-together with Epstein. Wow, so Mr. Gates was intrigued by him. Um, Bridget Arnold, a spokeswoman for Mr. Gates there, said uh, he was referring only to the... What the fuck? He was referring only to the unique decor of the Epstein residence and Epstein's habit of spontaneously bringing acquaintances in to meet Mr. Gates. His lifestyle is very different and kind of intriguing, although it would not work for me. What the fuck does that have to do with his house? His decor? I don't know. That's what Bridget Arnold said. Spokesman, spokeswoman for Mr. Gates. Sorry, I misgendered there. Um, she goes on to say it was no way meant to convey a sense of interest or approval. Uh, let's see here. Over and over, Mr. Epstein managed to uh, cultivate close relationships with some of the world's most powerful men. He lured them with the whiff. <laughs> whiff. If I could use whiff in an article, that's pretty funny. It looks funny, too. It's a funny word. Uh, he lured them with a whiff of money and uh, the proximity to other powerful, famous, or wealthy people. So much so that many look past his reputation for sexual misconduct. Yeah, the fact that he fucked little girls. The fact that he fucked teenage girls. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't think I could hang out with someone like that. I don't. I got kids. I can't. I can't. No. That shit don't sit well with me. Um, uh, uh, and it goes on to say, and, and the more... The more people he drew into his circle, the easier it was for him to attract others. Unreal. Fucking little girls. Um, Mr. Gates and the 51 billion Gates Foundation have championed a well-being of young girls. By the time Mr. Gates and Mr. Epstein first met, Mr. Epstein had served jail time for soliciting prostitution from a minor and was required to register as a sex offender. See, that's a, that's a problem I have. Does that, that's a problem I have. When everyone talks, anyone, all these news people, whenever they talk about this motherfucker, I'm referring to Epstein here, whenever they talk about this motherfucker, they always say, Soliciting prostitution from a minor, which really, really pisses me the fuck off. That pisses me off. It, it shouldn't say he solicited he solicited prostitution from a minor. It, it should say that he fucking raped a minor. Uh, statutory rape. He raped a minor. There is no, 
soliciting prostitution from a minor. It, it, that's a fucking retarded statement, okay? That's that's like the fucking SpongeBob article all over again for me. It's just fucking retarded. Uh, anyway, so he was required to register as a sex offender. Yeah, that's about fucking it, dude. Uh, Miss Arnold, that's uh, uh, Gates, Gates' uh, assistant there, said that high-profile high profile people had introduced Mr. Gates and Mr. Epstein, and uh, they had met multiple times to discuss uh, philanthropy. I, I can't say this word. Philanthropy. Philanthropy. Why can't I say that fucking word? I should have another shot, probably. Philanthropy. Whatever. Who the fuck cares? Uh, Bill Gates regrets ever meeting with Epstein and recognizes... It was an error in judgment to do so, Miss Arnold said. Yeah, I would think so because this happened in 2011, and he, everyone knew to, uh, he was fucking he was fucking little girls, you know. Uh, but you're gonna meet him anyway, uh, whatever. Um, uh, okay, so their first meeting, the first the first meeting. Uh, two members of Mr. Gates' inner circle, uh, Boris Nikolic and is it fucking Russian? Boris Nikolic and uh, Melanie Walker uh, were close to Mr. Epstein and at times functioned as uh, you know go-betweens between the two men. Uh, Miss Walker met uh, Mr. Epstein in 1992, six months after graduating from the University of Texas. Oh, she seems a little. I think she was a little old for him at that point. Uh, so, yeah, two months after graduating from the University of Texas, uh, Mr. Epstein, who was an advisor to Mr. Wexner, yep, the owner of Victoria's Secret, uh, told Miss Walker that he could land her an audition for modeling for a modeling job there. Yep, he fucked her. A modeling job there. According to Miss Walker, uh, she later moved to New York and stayed in a Manhattan apartment building that Mr. Epstein owned. He fucked her. After she graduated from... Wow, damn. After she graduated from medical school, she said Mr. Epstein hired her as a science advisor in 1998. Miss Walker later met Stephen Sanofsky. What are these? Stephen Sanofsky, uh, a senior executive at Microsoft who became president of its Windows division. Uh, and moved to Seattle to be with him. In 2006, she joined the Gates Foundation with the title of Senior Program Officer. At the foundation, Miss Walker met and befriended Mr. Nikolic, a native of what is now Croatia, Croatia, Croatia and former fellow at Harvard Medical School, who was the foundation's science advisor. Uh, Mr. Nikolic and Mr. Gates frequently traveled and socialized together. Uh, Miss Walker, who had remained in close touch with Mr. Epstein, introduced him to Mr. Nikolic, and the, the men became friendly. Uh, Mr. Epstein and Mr. Gates first met face to face on the evening of. I even got a fucking date here. Met face to face on the evening of January 31st, uh, 2011, at Mr. Epstein's townhouse on the Upper East Side, New York. Uh, they were joined by Dr. Eva Anderson Dubin, 
uh, a former Miss. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can't write, you can't make this shit up. They were joined by Dr. Eva Anderson Dubin, a former Miss Sweden, who Mr. Epstein had once dated, but apparently she got too old. Oh, but she did have with her her 15-year-old daughter. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. These fucking people. Uh, oh, it goes on to say here, Dr. Anderson Dubin's husband, the hedge fund billionaire, Glenn Dubin was a friend and business associate of Mr. Epstein's. The Dubins declined comment for this this article, by the way. Big shocker. Um, so supposedly the gathering started at eight at eight, eight o'clock at night and lasted several hours, according to Miss Arnold, Mr. Gates' spokeswoman. Uh, Mr. Epstein uh, subsequently uh, boosted about the meeting in emails to friends and associates. Bill's great, he wrote in one uh, that was reviewed by the Times for this article, apparently. Mr. Gates, in turn, praised Mr. Epstein's charm and intelligence. Emailing colleagues the next day, he said, a very attractive Swedish woman and her daughter dropped by and I ended up staying there quite late. Oh, my God. You like her daughter, did you? You fucking sick fucks. Uh, Mr. Gates soon saw Mr. Epstein again at a TED TED conference in Long Beach, California. Attendees, spot, attendees spotted the two men engaged in a private conversation. Ooh, probably talking about banging that 15-year-old. Um, later that spring, on May 3rd, uh, 2011, Mr. Gates again visited Mr. Epstein at his New York mansion, uh, according to emails about the meeting and a photograph, which was also supposedly reviewed by the Times. The photo, taken in Mr. Epstein's marble-clad entrance hall, shows a beaming Mr. Epstein in a blue and gold, in blue and gold slippers and a fleece decorated with an American flag flanked by luminaries. Hmm. On his right, James E. Staley, at the time senior J.P. Morgan executive and former Treasury Secretary, and former Treasury Secretary Lawrence Summers. On his left, Mr. Nikolic and Mr. Gates, all smiling and wearing gray slacks and a navy sweater. Uh, let's see, he goes on here to talk about the Vash Charitable Fund. Uh, uh, around that time, the Gates Foundation and J.P. Morgan were teaming up to create the Global Health Investment Fund. Its goal was to pro- provide individual and institutional investors the opportunity to finance late-stage global health technologies that have the potential to save millions of lives in low-income countries. Everyone who benefited off of that, uh, raise your hand. Yeah, exactly. No one. Uh, as the details of the fund were being hammered out, Mr. Staley told his J.P. Morgan uh, colleagues that Mr. Epstein wanted to be brought into the discussion. According to two people familiar with the talks, Mr. Epstein was an important J.P. Morgan customer, holding millions of dollars in accounts at the bank and referring... Uh, procession of wealthy individuals to uh, become clients uh, clients of the company 
Mr. Epstein pitched his idea for a separate charitable fund to J.P. Morgan officials, including Mr. Staley and Mr. Gates' advisor, Mr. Nicola Kulik. He envisioned a vast, a vast fund seeded with the Gates Foundation's money that would focus on health projects around the world. According to five people involved in or briefed on the talks, including current and former Gates Foundation and J.P. Morgan employees, uh, in addition to the Gates money, Mr. Epstein, uh, he planned to uh, round up donations from his wealthy friends and hope, hopefully from J.P. Morgan's richest clients. They're all criminals. These fucking foundations are a scam. Uh, Mr. Epstein, Mr. Epstein thought he could personally benefit. He circulated a four-page four proposal that included a suggestion that he be paid 0.3% of whatever money he raised. According to one person who saw the proposal, if Mr. Epstein had raised $10 billion, for example, that would have amounted to $30 million in fees. Hey, $30 million in uh, old Epstein's pocket there. Uh, Jesus Christ. This is money This is money on levels and proportions that... Uh, you know, the one and a half people that, you know, that guy, you, you and the other guy that are listening, half other guy, whatever. Well, we couldn't imagine. We couldn't imagine the amount of money they're fucking talking about. And these people just throw it the fuck around. And it's it's probably our money somehow. But anyway. Uh, Miss Arnold said Mr. Gates and the foundation had been unaware that Mr. Epstein had been seeking any fee. She said Mr. Epstein did propose to Bill Gates... And then foundation officials, ideas that he promised would unleash hundreds of billions for global health-related work. And I'm sure it went absolutely nowhere. Uh, what is this? I want to fucking read this. Bottom line, Gates is a fucking liar. His relationship was closer to Epstein than anyone could fucking, you know, anyone thought. Some Gates founders pleased that they've been. Okay, here we go. Some of Gates' uh, foundation employees said they had been unaware of Mr. Epstein's criminal record. How the fuck can you be unaware of it? Oh, my God. They were unaware of Mr. Epstein's criminal record and had been shocked to learn that the foundation was working with a sex offender. They worried that it could uh, seriously damage uh, the foundation's reputation. In early 2012, another Gates Foundation team met Mr. Epstein at his mansion he claimed that he had access to trillions. We have fucking billions of trillions here. He had access to trillions of dollars of his client's money that he could put in the proposed charitable fund, a figure so preposterous that it left his visitors doubting Mr. Epstein's credibility. Unreal. Uh, so Mr. Gates and Mr. Epstein kept seeing each other. Miss Arnold would not say how many times the two met. Uh, in March 2013, how many years after Epstein got popped for fucking little girls, uh, Mr. Gates flew on Mr. Epstein's Gulfstream plane. You know, the one where he had teenagers fucking people on. Mr. Gates was on that plane, uh, according to a flight manifest. Uh, 
Miss Arnold said Mr. Gates, who has his own $40 million jet, hadn't been aware it was Mr. Epstein's plane. He didn't know it was Epstein's plane. You don't know you're in your buddy's car. I kind of know. I kind of like if, like if, you know, if my kid, me, my kid go somewhere and he's driving, I kind of know it's his fucking car. But anyway, uh, six months later, Mr. Nikolic and Mr. Gates were in New York for a meeting related to Schrodinger. Fucking Schrodinger. A pharmaceutical software company in which Mr. Gates had a large investment. On the trip, Mr. Epstein and Mr. Gates met for dinner and discussed the Gates Foundation, Miss Arnold said. Jesus Christ, he keeps going here. October 2014, Mr. Gates donated $2 million to the Massachusetts uh, MIT. Uh, so he donated $2 million to MIT uh, Technologies Media Lab. Uh, University officials described the gift in eternal emails as having been directed by Mr. Epstein. Um, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. Yeah, 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 kitty raper, kitty raper, kitty raper. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, days before Mr. Epstein hanged himself, uh, well, it, it should be. Days before Mr. Epstein was suicided in a Manhattan jail cell. Jesus, that Yukon Jack is like, shit, keeps coming back on me. Um, yeah, okay, so Epstein fucking hung himself uh, on August 10th. Uh, he amended his will and named Mr. Nicola. Oh, that's the fucking guy. Get the fuck out. He amended his will and named Mr. Nicola as a fallback executor in the event that... Uh, one of the two primary executors, executors was a, unable to serve. Uh, apparently, Mr. Nikolic had declined in court proceedings to serve as an executor. Oh, now you want to admit he's a fucking baby fucker. Or a kid. Well, he's not a baby Who knows? He could be a baby fucker. I don't know. Uh, Mr. Nikolic, uh he's still doing business ventures with uh, Mr. Gates. He has Gates as one of the investors here. Said he was shocked to be named in Mr. Epstein's will. He said in his statement to the Times, I deeply regret ever meeting Mr. Epstein. Yeah, yeah, buddy. That's what they all say now. That's what they all say. You met him after his first conviction. You're guilty. You're guilty. You're probably a kitty fucker too. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, I don't know. It, it really sucks with the whole Epstein thing. Uh, the, the fucking story's dying down. Well, it's in our media and everything. It's it's all Trump, Trump, impeach, peach, peach, Pelosi, Pelosi, whatever the fucking other assholes named shiftless, shitless. Uh, this, uh, the Epstein thing really got tossed aside. It's it's really upsetting too. It's upsetting for me because I just, um, I said on the like on drinking theory, we we talk about it quite a bit, and like I said, he he was he was the key holder, um, he was the keystone, and it's it's really sucks, um, really sucks because I think they're all fucking pedophiles, and it just really sucks, man. Whatever, dude. Whatever. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. 
Let's talk about fucking some fucking Polish shit here. George Soros. You know who George Soros is? Let's talk about some George Soros. Um, this is an article that flew out on uh, Braveheart. Yeah. A Breitbart, Breitbart, whatever, fucking Breitbart. Who cares? Uh, October 12th. <clears throat> October 12th, it's uh, supposedly uh, a Breitbart exclusive. Uh, uh, Polish MP. Soros wants to rule the world as master of puppets. Hmm. So let's see what this has to say. Uh, the left, uh, the left liberal establishment is attacking Poland's conservative government ahead of national elections on Sunday because its success uh, damages the Soros plan, according to Polish lawmaker. Oh boy, here we go. Polish names, according to Polish lawmaker uh, Dominik Tarzinski. I think I nailed it. I think I nailed it. I'm not sure. Tarzinski. Uh, I'm going to go with that. Tarzinski. Yeah. Uh, in an exclusive interview with Breitbart News, uh, the outspoken Polish parliamentarian said it was obvious that the international interest in his country's elections is a result of globalists. I hate the globalists. Down with the globalists. Um, distaste for its conservative populist law and justice party. <laughs> it's called the PIS. P-I-S. Piss. I would totally fucking try to come up with something different. So the piss party. Uh, <laughs> fucking piss party. Okay, so it's this day's for the it's conservative populist law and justice party. Uh, government and its pro-sovereignty anti-mass migration agenda which Prime Minister Prime Minister Matus Moroweki 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 <laughs> I killed it. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know what that says. Uh, has described uh, far from a neoliberalism and equally far from socialism. So it's kind of like what's going on in this country, really. Uh, it's the Soros plan. Yeah, the Soros plan's killing the rest of the world, too. It's ripping the United States apart right now. I blame everything on fucking Soros. Uh, he goes on to say it's the Soros plan. He wants to be the master of puppets. He wants to rule the world. It might sound crazy, but it's a fact. It's true. Terezinski, Terezinski insisted. Uh, referring to the billionaire plutocrat George Soros. In Soros-endorsed efforts by the European Union uh, to redistribute migrants throughout the continent via uh, compulsory quotas, uh, which Poland's left liberal opposition, Civic Platform, or PO, now Civic Coalition, Signed up uh, in 2015 while it was still in government. Only for PIS, <laughs> P P I S, to swipe them out of office weeks later and refuse to implement them. 
so basically, basically what what's going on in Poland over there is uh, they're making Poland great again. I don't know if Poland was ever great. They're trying to make Poland great again. Uh, they're not down with all the 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 shit that the the rest of the EU is with the the immigrants and shit like that. They're 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 hardcore conservatives. They're they're patriots. Uh, uh, they put their country first. That's what they want to do. Put their country first. Uh, hmm, sounds familiar. Anyway, uh, Soros supporters have long claimed he is merely a wealthy. Uh, wealthy jerk off, uh, uh, and dismissed his detractors as conspiracy theorists. Uh, but the billionaire did, did confess in his 1987 book, The Alchemy of Finance, that he always, always harbored an exaggerated view of my self importance. Oh, he's a cocky motherfucker. And uh, fancied myself as some kind of god. Dude, he really said that? Jesus, fuck. From an early age, he says. No wonder he, he was a fucking Nazi collaborator. Holy shit. Uh, oh my god, he goes on to say, My sense of reality was strong enough to make me realize that these expectations were excessive and I kept them hidden as a guilty secret. Um Revealing that this was a source of considerable unhappiness through much of my adult life. But as he made his way in the world and acquired a vast fortune, reality came close enough to my fantasy to allow me to admit my secret, at least to myself. What a fucking prick, man. What a cocky fuck. Holy shit. Uh, uh, the money Soros is, uh, the money Soros is investing lets us, uh, let's, let's use the word investing in Europe and Poland. It's so huge. They want to rule us. They want to own us. And they know that if they will be defeated in Poland and they will be, the whole plan will be damaged. Tarzinski, uh, said, of the jerk off. Uh, uh, he goes on to say, it's so sad that leftists throughout the ages, not years, not decades, ages, because they were always present in some form. They were always, always against I- identity, against the family, against values, Tarzinski added, suggesting that they see people without national roots and no political aspirations beyond a desire to eat, drink, and buy products. These people are easier to control. I like this guy. Uh, the left establishment desire for control, he suggested, stem from their perception of themselves as elites. They think they are better, more educated. It's all about mentality. I really like this fucking guy. Uh, fundamentally, the October 14th elections are about polls asserting our identity, our identity, he concluded, comparing the modern left to the communists of old. Very good. He held sway in Poland under Soviet patronage for decades during the Cold War. Uh, the communists used to fight against the family, the church, and national identity, the MP explained. 
We are now getting back to our dignity as Christians, as Poles, as Europeans. And they don't want us to take this dignity back. Back. They don't want us to win. But we have to fight our for our Christian roots, for our Christian culture, for principles of Roman law and Greek philosophers. I really like this guy. I mean, the religion thing, that's his deal. Religion thing ain't my deal. That's his fucking deal. This fucking guy is dead on. This fucking Polchak here. He's fucking... I like this guy. Uh, was that a fucking... No, that wasn't racist. I don't know. Uh, he goes on to say, This is what they hate. They hate values. They hate virtues. And we are fighting for values and virtues. They don't like it. They like Muslims. They like cheap labor. And they like migrants who will vote for them. God damn. Who does... What fucking country does this sound like? Are you shitting me? He goes on to say, but it's not going to happen. We're going to save Europe. And I'm serious about it. Ooh, shit. You ain't saving Europe, dude. You save your own fucking country. Fuck everyone else. Uh, So, yeah. So, that was that. Uh, This guy, uh, this MP of Poland here, he's... uh, yeah, fuck Soros. Uh, for you those who don't know, uh, Soros was a fucking Nazi, even though he's a Jew. He was a Nazi. He helped the Nazis. He helped kill fucking Jews. He helped rob and pillage from Jews. He admitted all this. It's not fucking conspiracy. He admitted it all in a 60 minute, 60 minutes interview years ago. Uh, it's not a conspiracy. Just like Joe Biden. Oh, that's a fucking conspiracy with Hunter Biden. No, dick. He's on video fucking saying it. But anyway, uh, okay, so that's that one. Uh, I gotta, I gotta wrap up here. I don't know how long, I don't know how long I've been going here. It's probably getting really boring. Uh, but it's another cool one here. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know if you, uh, there was a big to do, uh, big to do with, um, Ellen, the degenerate, Ellen, the degenerate or Ellen DeGeneres, however you want to pronounce it. I, I, I always thought it was Ellen, the, the degenerate. Apparently, it's just Ellen DeGeneres or something. I don't know. Uh, so, there was a big to-do. Um, uh, she was at the Dallas Cowboys game there. with. Uh, she's hanging out with uh, George Bushy there. George Bushy Jr., the war criminal. Anyway, uh, so she's hanging out with George Bushy Jr. Uh, I, I, I just find it real ironic. That was such a to-do. That was such a to-do. She went on her show. She's like... She apologized. She's like, oh, that's my friend. George Bush is my friend. And I don't know. I just, I I hope people see see that. Like, see what this means. Uh, to me, it's just a clear, uh, it's, it's just, it, it, it just drives the shit home that um, it's it's not about, it's not about race. Uh, it's not about homosexuality. It's not about genders. It's not about none of that stuff. Uh, you're just pawns. Everyone's a pawn in that game. That's what they do. It, it, it's not about that. It's about class. It's about wealth. It's about bloodlines. It's about society. Uh, it's about your your ruling elite. Uh, I mean, Ellen DeGeneres just said she's friends with a man who, when he was president, wanted to add a uh, a new amendment to the amendments. Uh, 
to uh, protect the civil union between a, a man and a woman. And he wanted it so gays could never fucking marry. He didn't want gays to marry. He's totally against that. Uh, if you go back and, and really look at his, especially his first, his first, uh, his first term, uh, and uh, uh, the race leading up to the term, he was very anti, anti-gay, and uh, he, it, it just amazes me. She, she can say she's a friend with, with this guy. If the guy had his way, there wouldn't have been a, there would have been an amendment that homosexuals could never marry. Uh, me, I, I don't fucking care. I, I could, I could really care less. Just do your part. I don't, I don't, I don't care what you put in you, or, or anything like that. Just, just do your part. That's, that's all. Just do your fucking part, dude. So, <clears throat> this was a big, a big to do. Like, and it happened at the same time. It it happened around the same time that these documents, uh, the CIA declassified some documents. That uh, yeah, right. Is this fucking? Is this the fucking article? Shit, I don't know if this is fucking article here. Okay, so basically. I don't think I have a fucking article. Son of a bitch. Anyway, I'll explain it to you. Uh, so the same week that this big to-do goes down with Ellen and George Bush, um, I think it really took away from um, documents that were just declassified. Uh, they were declassified by the CIA. They were declassified years ago, but uh, <coughs> a lot of them were fucking redacted. They were blacked out. You, you couldn't read most of them. Uh, but now they went on the D class even further and, uh, they got rid of the bunch, uh, a bunch of redactions. So now you can actually see what's going on with these fucking documents. And the document basically says, the documents say basically, uh, there was no pretext going to war <clears throat> with Iraq. There was nothing. They, they had nothing. They, they had nothing. They had a fart, a fart in the wind. That's what they had. They had nothing. They had no evidence of weapons of mass destruction. They had no evidence of anything. It basically showed that the whole fucking invasion of Iraq was a fucking farce. It was done for nothing. Absolutely. And that's why I say George George Bush, you're a fucking war criminal. Uh, Dick Cheney, war criminal. Rumsfeld, war criminal. Uh, you're, you're all fucking war criminals. Um... Okay, 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 here we go, here we go, here we go. Here's here's an article. And... Uh, Television community concluded. In uh, a 93-page classified document used to justify the invasion of Iraq that it lacked specific information and many key aspects of Iraq... of Iraqi President Saddam Hussein... And his weapon, weapons, mass destructions. Um, but that's not okay. Top uh, 
Bush administration officials said during their campaign to sell the war. They, they lied to the American public. Uh, those officials citing the same classified document asserted with no uncertainty that Iraq was actively pursuing nuclear weapons, concealing a, va- a vast chemical and bio- biological weapons arsenal and uh, poisoning an immediate, in- or, sorry, posing an immediate and grave threat to U.S. national security. Uh, Congress eventually concluded that the Bush administration had overstated its dire warning about the Iraqi threat and that the administration's claims about WMD's program uh, were not supported by the underlying intelligence reporting. Uh, But that underlying intelligence reporting contained in so-called national intelligence estimates uh, that were used to justify the invasion. Uh, they've remained shrouded. Like no one knew shit uh, until now. Um, so basically, whatever, 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 whatever. So basically uh, the, the bottom line is these papers came out and just said it was all fucking bullshit. Uh, For the first time, for the first time, the public can now read the hastily drafted CIA document that led Congress to pass a joint resolution authorizing the use of military force in Iraq. A costly war launched March 20th, 2003, uh, that was uh, predicated on disarming Iraq of its non-existent WMDs. Overthrowing Saddam Hussein and freeing the Iraqi people. Um, let's see here. A report issued by the government-funded think tank Rand, Rand Corporation, uh, titled "Blinders, Blunders, and Wars," said that the NIE contained several qualifiers that were dropped as the draft. NIE went up the intelligence chain of command. The conclusions were treated increasingly def- definitively. Um, an example of that. Here's an example. According to the newly declassified NIE, the intelligence community concluded that Iraq probably has renovated a vaccine production plant to manufacture biological weapons. But we are unable to determine whether biological weapons agent research has resumed. Uh, The NIE also said Hussein did not have sufficient material to manufacture any nuclear weapons. And the information we have on Iraqi nuclear personnel does not appear consistent uh, with the effort to reconstitute a nuclear weapons program. It was all bullshit. It was all bullshit. You, you'd have to read this shit for yourself. I mean, I just sound like a bambling fucking idiot here. Uh, you'd have to read this shit for yourself. It, it was all fucking junk. These papers prove that that war was fucking junk. It was all bullshit. And Ellen's hanging out with them. That's her friend. That's her friend. That just shows you. That just shows you when you're that far up the ladder. 
nothing nothing matters nothing matters it doesn't matter nothing matters it's all it's all about it's all about your your status your status uh, your money what you got i mean it's funny how these people pal around with fucking george bush now you know back then is you know he was he was worse than trump back then uh there was actually talk of impeachment back then too like they were talking oh we gotta fucking impeach him but i believe nancy pelosi nancy pelosi was one of the people against the impeachment because you know she was tied into the whole fucking thing too they're all fucking tied into it whatever Okay, so that's fucking that. That was that took forever. Uh, ramblings. I hope at least the one person is still fucking listening. I don't know. I'm about to take another shot though. Uh, so just give me a second here. Take another shot. Um, I just want to finish up. Uh, I want to talk. Uh, what do you call it? Um, this what was it called? Oh yeah, the impeachment thing. I'm going to take a last shot of Yukon. Sorry, James, I drank all the Yukon. Oh, my God. Okay. All right, so I need a cigarette for this. I'm just going to go on a rant. I don't even know how long I've been recording here. I'm sorry. It's over an hour. All right, so impeachment. A lot of shit, a lot of shit went down last week, week before. I didn't get to do, I didn't get to do, I didn't get to do a podcast, so, I don't know. I'm just gonna touch on some shit here, because it's changing like every day. New stories come out every day. Depends on what fucking news agency you listen to, uh, how the story's going, but okay, so impeachment. Okay, so uh, we're like on week, what, what week are we on, like three or four? Of the three-year impeachment deal. Week three or four of the three-year. I, I don't know. I believe it's something like that. It's a joke. Whatever it is. Uh, so the Dems have come out. They they, they, they planted their feet. Uh, they come out in four, four, full force here. They planted their feet in this toxic soil. Uh, and, and they're sticking to this shit. They're sticking to the Trump bad. Trump bad. Must impeach. Must impeach. Um, it's only been, it's only been like what, two, three weeks since the last deal, this last one, uh, uh, and this new impeachment theory, uh, Jesus Christ, this, this has more fucking holes, uh, than fucking Bill Clinton had his fucking dick in, which, which was a lot of fucking holes, dude. Um, anyway, uh, so the anti-Trump and, uh, anti-Republican uh, media, for the most part, is sticking to the script and they're sticking to the script of this new coup attempt and they're, they're just, they're hammered down on it. Um, it's funny cause the Russian collusion, uh, was failure. Uh, the Robert Mueller failure. The Cohen was a failure. Stormy Horbag was a failure. Uh, it, 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 uh, and all the shit spun out of fucking Hillary, Hillary, uh, body count there. Hillary body count Clinton's pathetic fucking failure in 2016. Uh, it's funny because in 2016, I don't know if people understand. Uh, uh, this country has 3,142 counties in the United States. Uh, Trump won. Uh, yeah, I don't care about the popular vote. 
Uh, Trump won 2,626 counties. Uh, that's almost 84% of the United States Trump won. Uh, that's a blowout. You can you can take the fucking... Archer won the popular vote. You can have the popular vote. Uh, uh, counties, he, he, won eight, he, he won almost 84% of the fucking counties in this country. Um, uh, for example, uh, Mrs. Body Count there, she won... 88 of the 100 largest counties, uh, or wait, if she didn't, I'm sorry, if she didn't win 88 of the 100 largest counties, uh, she would have lost by over 11 million votes. Uh, The only reason she won the popular vote is because she won all those big counties. Uh, That's why we have the Electoral College, and that's why the Democrats don't like it. Um... Okay, and and yeah, y'all know she wasn't supposed to lose. Uh, uh, and and I hate to tell I hate to tell them she wasn't supposed to win for you. Uh, you may think she was supposed to win for you. Uh, she was supposed to win because uh, she was supposed to win uh, to keep feeding uh, the the Democrats machine here of fucking corruption uh, under the eight years of a fucking Obama. You know, their golden child, uh, they just built up such a... F- Joe Biden, Joe Biden's proving it right now. The the, the corruption that fucking went on. Um, and because of this shit, for the last three years, uh, this country is going through what you could call a cold civil war. Uh, we got politicians wanting to remove other politicians... Not just impeaching the president. You got fucking Democrats and Republicans wanting to remove each other from fuck. It's it's unfucking real. The shit that, uh, it, the shit that's just going on. Um. So yeah, it could be a cold civil war. Considering unless unless you're like me, I I, be, I believe that there there have been casualties already of this uh, Seth Rich. Uh, I, I, I do believe some shots have been fired here and, uh, we don't Epstein, uh, we don't get to see the whole fucking story. Uh, I just, there's a lot more going on than I think we see. Um, like just think back I remember when Trumpy took office there, they said the economy was going to fucking crash. It was going to be Armageddon. Uh, he was going to take everyone's medical insurance away. It was going to be Armageddon. Uh, he was going to start world war three. It was going to be Armageddon. Uh, remember when North Korea, North Korea was going to nuke Hawaii and California. It was going to be complete Armageddon. Uh, and, uh, and Rachel Maddow, I shit you not. I watched this. You can find a video on YouTube where she was on air crying. She was fucking crying, worried that Trump was going to put all the gay folks on fucking trains and take them to fucking I don't know gay camps or something. I, I don't I don't know what she was crying for. Uh, she thought Trump was going to kill her. I I don't understand it. And from the moment, actually, actually, there's there's some interviews you can find before the election where Democrats already started talking about impeachment. But as soon he as soon as he was sworn in, they already started talking about impeachment. What does that tell you? Uh, that that speaks volumes. Uh, no chance, no chance given, no chance given. We need to get him out of office. Uh, 
and it wasn't just Democrats that started that shit. There were some Republicans that started on that shit too. John McCain did. Uh, so, and, and you know what? It has nothing to do with us. Nothing to do with us. Uh, you know, us, the voters. It has nothing to do with us. You, you, you may think it has something to do with you, but realistically, it, it doesn't. Uh, uh, half these motherfuckers down there in Washington can fucking care less about you. Uh, they pander to you. Uh, they pander you to get them to fucking vote for you. And who knows? I, uh, but Trump could have pandered me to get me to vote for him. Uh, I doubt it because he's destroying Washington. Uh, he's doing what I hired him to do. I hired him to show the establishment for what it was. And every day he's showing that establishment as a fucking piece of shit. A piece of fucking trash it is. Um, so, uh, so yeah, for the other politicians there... Uh, I, it, getting him out of the office is just a, a sign of their fear. Uh, this is the first time in their careers they had to deal with a president who, who wasn't a lifelong politician. Uh, he never held a political office. Uh, he was never bought. Uh, and Trump really doesn't give a fuck how the D.C. system operates. Uh, he's attacking it like a fucking businessman. But Whether you think he's a good businessman or a bad businessman, he's attacking it like a businessman. And he's not attacking it like a politician. Uh, he don't want backroom fucking deals. He doesn't want none of that shit. Uh, and he's the president now. He gets to see a lot of shit we don't get to see. And, uh, I, I, he sees the shit it is. I mean, he knew it was shit to begin with. Um, but yeah. <sighs> so, uh, so, so here we are three years later. This shit's still playing, playing out, you know. Dozens of Republicans got out of the game, dude. They retired from politics. Uh, they're not running for re-election. They're just quitting on the fucking spot, Paul Ryan. Uh, and a lot of fucking, there's a lot of Democrats as well. If you really look into the numbers and the statistics on those, uh, they're fucking huge. Uh, and, and that's a reason. There, there's a reason for that, dude. The total fucking reason. Uh Listen, the only way, the only way I'm going to quit my job is if, uh, you know, uh, they stop paying me. Okay. Uh, and, and I think a lot of these guys started to lose backdoor money. I think, I think Trump really fucked shit up. Love or hate the guy. Uh, it, it's whatever, but he's fucking shit up and he's showing everyone for the hypocrites and the fucking losers. They are, uh, none of them care about us. Um, yeah, so, um, a good example, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Nancy Pelosi was asked, uh, and a, a Q and a there, she was asked about, uh, what happens if this backfires on the Democrats and, and the Dems lose the house? Uh, no shit. Her reply was at this point, it didn't matter. That means a lot. That means a lot to say something like that. You know why it doesn't matter? Because uh, they're going to lose their jobs. Either way, they're going to lose their jobs. They're going to lose the money. They're going to lose the money they're getting. Uh, someone like Nancy Pelosi, she's a multimillionaire. She's been a, a politician for 30 years, and she's, she's a multimillionaire. Uh, you, you the voter, made her a multimillionaire. I've made her a millionaire. Uh uh, on the backs of us, they become millionaires, and it, it's not—it's it's not right. And 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 their their money's getting cut off. I I I'm pretty sure she think, 
I think she knows the gig is up. Uh, I think she knows too. A lot of her, her, and uh, many others in Washington, they're just working on borrowed time right now. Um, like I said, Trump fucked the game up. You can think he's an asshole. You can believe everything you see on the fucking news or whatever. Uh, Trump is fucking shit up. He, he's making these people look like fools. And if you don't think they look like fools, that's just because you're you're blinded by the hate, you, you, your uh, disdain of Trump, uh, which is which is whatever. I've been there. I've been there. You know, I've 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 blocked things out. Uh, you know, just because I didn't like something or agree with something. Uh, but the bottom line is, you know, just put down your hate for a fucking minute and look around at the rest of the government, and you'll see what he's doing. Um, like I said, the president, uh, the presidency of, of this guy has cut off a lot of backroom politics. Um, it's a direct threat to a hell of a lot of free rides, free meals, uh, uh, bottom line, free money to these shithole politicians. It's, 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 it's drying up. It's coming to an end when these wars fucking end, when he pulls people out of, just pull people out of Syria. You think fucking people care about the fucking Kurds? Who gives a fuck about the fucking Kurds? No one cares about the Kurds. These motherfuckers are losing something somewhere. They don't even fucking care about us. Why the fuck would they care about fucking Kurds? Uh, and like I said a million times, Trump's a dick. He's a straight up dick. I mean, he's a hardcore fucking dick. Uh, but the motherfucker just has this knack of fucking exposing people for what they really fucking are. And, and the motherfucker don't care about self repercussions. He don't give a shit. They said he fucking he he fight he he fucking print, uh, quid pro quo on the fucking Ukraine there. So what's he do a couple days later? He goes on TV and he says, "Hey China, start start investigating Joe Biden." He don't fucking care. He don't fucking care. He don't play by their fucking rules. Uh, and and that's that's why I'm all in. That's why I'm all in. Uh, okay, so. Uh, uh, this is fucking. This is probably old news here, but uh, uh. So the transcripts of the phone call, uh, they haven't changed. They're still out there, but there's a whistleblower. There's a whistleblower <coughs> that makes no sense. The whistleblower has secret information from the phone call. But yet the secret information is in the transcripts that there's nothing. What? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so you got the CIA whistleblower. That story's getting a little fucked up. Adam Petto, chef, said on uh, MSNBC, uh, we did not speak directly to the whistleblower. Uh, he also stated that it would be against the law for the whistleblower to communicate with uh, the Congress and the little intel group there he runs uh but you know of course hours later uh the new york times of all fucking places ran a story uh throwing shit all over adam Schiff's story which uh then adam shift had to fucking change his fucking story oh yeah they the whistleblower did meet with the fucking gang uh yeah so mr standard fucking hotel once again was caught in a lie he's been caught like what's that fucking uh the way washington post i think they gave him four pinocchios or Four Pinocchios, because that's the highest they can get. That's four lies. Washington Post caught him in four fucking lies. Uh, and as far as the whistleblower goes, 
Uh, whistleblower can fuck off, in my opinion, because uh, the whistleblower is CIA. Okay. Uh, yo, you want to blow something? You want to blow a whistle on something? Blow a whistle on the fucking CIA, asshole. That would be a whistleblower. That would constitute you as a whistleblower. If you're blowing a whistle on, 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 on your your agency you're working for or what you're doing, you're blowing a whistle then. You're not blowing a whistle because you heard a fucking phone call about the, the, the fucking president made that you're not a fucking whistleblower, dude. You're not. Um, so yeah, so you have this mysterious stranger working for the fucking CIA, a branch uh, who, uh, may I remind you, a branch whose main job in training is in making up bullshit stories. That's what CIA that's what you're trained to do. You make up bullshit stories. You, you are there to cause civil unrest and topple fucking governments in foreign fucking countries. That's what the CIA does. Now they just turned it on in our country. Think about it. Just fucking think about it. So this fucking CIA dude is the hero of the fucking day and is going to provide all this politic, uh, politic, uh, politically powerful information uh, because he's got a good fucking heart. Yeah, then after doing that, he runs off back to fucking Langley, Virginia. I don't fucking think so. This story is fucking bullshit. Uh, listen, someone in the CIA, like I said, someone in the CIA that exposes shit about the CIA without permission from the CIA, that's a fucking whistleblower. Someone from the CIA that exposes shit about someone or something else is just a fucking spook. And they're doing their fucking job. Bottom fucking line. Uh, so now Trump is uh, Trump is fucking. He's telling the fucking. He's like, listen, the White House ain't fucking cooperating anymore because you don't do a fucking vote. Nancy Pelosi's like, we don't have to do a fucking vote. Bottom line, they know the vote is a death nail for the fucking. They do do a vote. They're fucked. They're all fucked. They they can't vote on this, so this is just gonna get drug out. And what you're seeing here by not doing a vote, this is clearly political. It's a political fucking motive. This whole impeachment shit is fucking bullshit. It never make it through the fucking Senate anyway. And uh, you know, good luck in the election, guys, because you're fucked. You're fucked. You got shit to offer. You're probably gonna have Hillary Clinton coming out of the fucking out of the fucking grave. I can see Hillary getting into this fucking race. She did a fucking tour, uh, a weak fucking tour there, running her fucking mouth. Now she's running her mouth all over Twitter, talking about foreign policy, talking about what she would do. Oh, and she still says Donald Trump's an illegitimate president that he didn't win, that she won. These fucking people are fucking delusional, and uh, I- I'm really worried here. It's it's gonna get to a, a situation where. Uh, these elites that want to control us, uh, they're not, they're not going to be happy until we start fighting on the ground here. And, uh, it's a really scary, scary, scary fucking outlook. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, uh, it's a fucked up thing. What time am I at? Jesus Christ. I've been rattling for almost an hour and a half. All right. All right, I just want, I want to play a clip. This is a clip going back uh, forever ago. This is fucking forever ago. Uh, this was uh, uh, Chuck the Fuck Schumer. A uh, lot of money from Epstein. He got a lot of money from Epstein. 
Chuck the fuck Schumer uh, on uh, the Rachel Maddow. Uh, this is what this is what he said. Is it playing? Is it fucking playing? No, it's not. Jesus, it sucks not having a fucking technical person here. Where's James when you fucking need him? All right, here we go. I think I think I got it now. You take on the intelligence community. They have six ways from Sunday of getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do it. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Let's hear that again. You take on the intelligence community. They have six ways from Sunday of getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this. So basically what Chuck Schumer is saying there, even though he's the president of the United States, he doesn't run the, he doesn't run the show. He doesn't run it. He doesn't run it. The CIA runs it. Uh, ask Kennedy. Ask Kennedy. Oh, you can't because his fucking head. The CIA blew his fucking head off. Um, that's what it's all about. Um, well, anyway, uh, that's going to be it. Um, I really didn't fucking go into depth on that. Like I said, been under the weather. Uh, next week, hopefully next week, I'll be on track. I don't know. I don't know. You know, us here at Drinking the Theory, we're terrible. We're terrible. We're fucking getting it right, let me tell you. Um, so I think that's going to be it for this week I, I really went over I, I want to try to keep these things at an hour uh, I really went over the fucking bullshit because I just kept rambling um, hopefully that one person still listening I don't know everyone probably ducked out the two people one and a half was listening alright so uh, yeah so that's it. Uh, like I said, uh, you want to learn anything drinking the theory? Go to drinkingtheory.com and uh, you'll find everything you need at drinkingtheory.com. Uh, and uh, check out our Redbubble. I just added a new shirt for uh, for uh, what's the name? Uh, Joe Biden. It's uh, Quid Pro Joe 2020. Uh, go check that out. Uh, and if that person from Australia is listening, thanks for buying your shirt. All right, peace out.